Download Unlocked episode 62 is live and Matt is literally rolling to his seat to get into position. So, last week we talked, well we've been talking about China for a long time on this show, but last week we did a deep dive. So if you're not familiar with what's been happening in China and how it relates to the gaming and entertainment industry and tech industry, rewind to watch episode 61. And I know you and I, at first, there was like some news and we were like, eh, no, we don't need to talk about it. And then it just kept yeah, coming and just coming won't go away. and coming. So I was like, we got to talk about it. So I guess the first thing, there's a bunch of stuff to cover here. So Blizzard started a lot of this when they banned the Hearthstone player for taking a pro Hong Kong statement. Well, this week there was a big Hearthstone tournament, like a big professional Hearthstone tournament. And Blizzard was literally banning any chatter and Twitch that said anything pro Hong Kong, <laughs> which I feel like they've taken so uh, much heat for this, and now they're just dumping gas on the fire. Yeah. Like, well, they have no choice. Well, that's why I always dislike stances where you try to take the no, we're going to enforce. You know, we're going to enforce our rules. We're gonna we're gonna stick to our guns because it puts you in this slippery slope of. Well, okay, well, we banned this guy, so now anybody else who, well, who says anything, we got to ban him or we're being inconsistent. But when I say they have no choice, I mean, like, China is behind it all. Oh, right, and, right. And, and they're partly owned by a Chinese company. Yeah. And so, Well, it's like 5% it, or something small. Well, I mean, you say it's something small, but that's it's millions of dollars. Billions, yeah. yeah. I, I, think, I think what really, what has, I don't know if I want to say shocked or boggles my mind, is that China, these companies are so terrified of, you know, the Chinese government banning them and, you know, whatever, whatever it may be, whatever repercussions. Like, China literally must have people everywhere, the Chinese government, watching the actions of these companies. Because, oh, like, yeah. any little thing, they have, they jump all over. I mean, it. they have people just, just scouring the the internet, like, looking, you know, you know to, people, to punish their citizens. People get stuff. upset about, like, our government's payroll imagine yeah, yeah. they've got people watching twitter twitch just oh. just to oh yeah, yeah. call out anti i mean china is hugely in debt it's just hugely insane. in debt like they're really you really have people watching the hearthstone twitch chat the chinese government does to make sure there's no pro hong kong sentiment that boggles yeah. my mind yeah it's a shame that you know gaming and politics have intersected What's well, a business? To such a degree. Well, it's because it's such a big and, and business. I mean, really, it's inescapable right now. I mean, it's yeah. the NBA. It's, it's, well, know, it's, it's everywhere. That's the other thing. I mean, LeBron tripped into it this this past week, and they were burning his jerseys in, in Hong Kong. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. It, it was all over. You know, and for LeBron in particular, you know, I, I've been thinking about it all week, where I stand on LeBron and his comments. I mean, at first I was like, you know, like all these people, really outraged. Disappointed, yeah. Yeah, I mean, how could he say that, you know, that's so stupid, especially yeah. when he said some of the other stuff he said. Um, but then I, I thought about it a bit, and maybe maybe he's looking out for, you know, not himself. I mean, best case scenario, he's not looking out for himself. He's looking out for, you know, the guys that are just barely making the team yeah, you well, know the employees of the NBA. Yeah, and and to lose out on this, and it's going to be a substantial amount of money because you're you're talking the Billions. Chinese market and, and all their companies and all their ad revenue, and 
So you're talking a lot of money, and that's yeah. going to affect the guys sitting at the very end of the bench. Yeah. You know? So maybe that's where he was going. I, mean, I don't know. And not even the players, but I mean, just everybody. Because like at first, I'm a huge LeBron fan. And I, I think one of the things that always jumps out to me about LeBron that I always point out to people is that like, of all the people, anybody who comes up from a young age and has the spotlight on them, they almost always get involved in, in train wreck scenarios. Singers, actors, you know, they get involved in drugs, you know, yeah. they go crazy. And he has kept his cool his entire career. He's had a very good reputation as far as giving back to people. And so I was disappointed when he made these comments at first. I was like, oh, God, you know, like, but like you said, he's really. He's the biggest ambassador for the NBA that there is going. Yeah. It, oh, yeah. It's him. Absolutely. And By far. It, 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 so, yeah, he's in this situation where he has to look out for the well-being of the NBA. It doesn't have to, but he was choosing yeah. to in that moment to say, like, we're hurting the growth of our game by and there's, taking there, this You know, stance. and there's, there's a lot of people that are angry, not just at him, but, uh, you know, like, at the real um, – you know, politically motivated um, characters in the NBA. So yeah. like Steve Kerr, Greg Popovich, yeah. you know, people that are usually outspoken on social issues that have gone to no I, comment. I, I think it's, I think it's, <laughs> Greg Popovich hardly says two words to the media, but when he does, it's just very direct. Like, yeah. he's not, I wouldn't call it Greg Popovich yet. I mean, I guess he's outspoken in the fact that he's brutally honest. Yeah, but he's not somebody like I've seen him in interviews. Literally, just give like one, two, or eight. he's like the Bill Belichick of the NBA. A lot of times, yeah. he's just like, yeah, whatever. I don't care. Yeah, I, I have I, a basketball game to coach. Steph Curry. I'll add Steph Curry to the list that said they they don't know anything about it. You know, so they yeah. have no comment. Which I'm sure to a certain extent is probably true. Yeah, but you know, how do you not say? Well, I don't really know the details. But I side with, you know, people fighting yeah. for their freedoms yeah. or, or, or freedom, their freedom of, speech freedom of expression. Yeah. And the fact that they choose just to say, I have no comment then. Well, it's because it is, got, it is a little. It really all goes back to business. When all this goes back to is business, everybody, you know, Steph Curry has brand deals. He doesn't yeah. want to harm his brand. LeBron doesn't want to harm his brand. The NBA doesn't want to harm their brand. Activision Blizzard doesn't want to harm their brand. Though I would argue that. Activision Blizzard is harming their brand quite a bit right oh, now. Yeah, yeah. But interestingly enough, their stock during this whole debacle hasn't dropped a penny. Activision mm-hmm. Blizzard stock, the market, the market doesn't care. But now, now I'm curious if they start speaking on social issues again. Will like Blizzard, will, no, the NBA, like these players, yeah. and coaches, if they start speaking on political issues again, won't there be sort of a sense of? Yeah, okay. You know, like, you know, like, how, why should I listen to you well, anymore? Well, I think, yeah, I mean, you could say they're hypocritical. Um, I think the interesting, the interesting thing is that this one is so intertwined with, with money, with business of the NBA, with their own contracts, companies like Nike, companies like Under Armour, yeah. who have interests in China. You know, if they speak out on, a social issue in the U.S., well, they can do that without risking too much. You know, like Le- LeBron endorsed Hillary in 2016. You know, that's of, a very direct political stance, and nobody seemed to have a problem with it. I mean, it. it's kind of odd, too, though, because, you know, here's the NBA commissioner, and the NBA commissioner basically has told China, 
straight up kiss off. You know, like I mean, he, we're not going to censor held, our people. Yeah. yeah, he held a press conference and said, "Look, China wanted me to fire this guy. They wanted me to punish this guy. Yeah. I'm not going to do either of those yeah. things." You know, trying to get lost. Yeah, I mean, once he said that publicly, you know, China's going to take that as a huge insult, and they have. Yeah. and I've heard all sorts of things about how China feels about yeah. the NBA commissioner. What's his name? Silver. Silver. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't understand in light of that. Why don't they maybe start taking different positions? But who I knows? Th- I think it's, uh, you know, we've talked a lot about not, we don't get into actual U.S. politics a lot, but kind of the more governmental side or economic side here on God Mode Unlocked. And several uh, U.S. elected officials, federal senators and congressmen, actually sent a letter to Activision this past week. Yeah, basically from con- both sides of the Condemning island. their actions. Yeah. Do you see this as... I had, I had two schools of thought. First, I was like, wow, there's some people actually paying attention to the gaming industry. That's good. Yeah. And then I took it, though, again, as the... Uh, they're taking that this is the low-hanging fruit. I can pick, oh, I can pick on this company because absolutely. they look terrible right yes. now, and that's what I'm going to do. Yep. Which one? Which side do you? Oh, I mean, a little bit of both. There's no, there's no doubt that they're they're picking on Activision, you know, just because it is low-hanging. Yeah. Fruit. It's, it's Nobody's going to feel bad for them. Yeah. I mean, how dare you? You know. Yeah. You, you side with the the communists that want to crush our freedom. Well, one of those was a. Declared socialist. Yeah, which is kind of, <laughs> which is kind of ironic, isn't it? Um, yeah, so it, it is just picking the low-hanging fruit. Yeah. There's a couple other uh, little pieces of China news here. Um, so PewDiePie got banned in China because he took a, a pro-Hong Kong stance. So all of his content is now banned in China, which... Probably doesn't matter too much because I think YouTube is already banned in China. So yeah. uh, all of his content's on YouTube. Yeah. So he doesn't lose much. And Quentin Tarantino was asked by the Chinese government to change uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood to re- release it over there. He refused. And he refused. Yeah, so it got that. canceled. It's not coming out in China. <laughs> good good for Quentin. Yeah. Great movie, by the way. So uh, hot on the heels of all this Chinese and Activision Blizzard stuff. Uh, BlizzCon is coming up very... This couldn't come at a worse time. Oh, absolutely. Last year, they had that debacle with uh, Diablo Immortal. And people got really upset about last year's BlizzCon because they announced Diablo Immortal and they held back Diablo 4. So, you know, Blizzard had to be planning to come back big this year. And the rumor is they were gonna, they're going to try. But right before BlizzCon, here they are in this political debacle... Yeah, you know, it's gonna be it's gonna be real interesting. In some ways, if you have a really big, flashy show where you're like, "Oh, here's all the games you yeah. ever wanted," you know, yeah. like, and they just drop bomb after bomb. Yeah, it could, you know, help put the other story to to the sidelines. At yeah, least. maybe if not to bed. Or it could look desperate. But if they bring all these games to the show mm-hmm. and there's you know, protests breaking out yeah. <laughs> while they're trying to show these yeah. games. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it detracts well, from that, the story. That makes, that makes it even a bigger debacle yeah. because now, you know, like, every time people talk about this game, yeah. which they're going to be talking quite about, a lot about, they're going to be like, oh, well, don't the, you remember the protests? The one guy in the crowd <laughs> that yells, free Hong Kong during the Diablo oh, 4. Absolutely. 
trailer or whatever. Yeah, and then security comes. Yeah, it's a big yes, scene. Yes, and then the crowd starts to boo. And then, and then, then that's all that Twitter's talking about. Yep. Like when you search for this game, you're just gonna find yep. Hong Kong protests. Yeah, you know, had to throw out all these people in the crowd. And then, then the story takes on even more of a new life. So, so here's the rumor that I I think is pretty credible. Uh, some of it I find odd decision wise, but uh, the rumor is they're gonna announce what been dubbed Overwatch 2, the next WoW expansion, Diablo 4, which is the most exciting thing on the list, and they were almost announced last year, mm-hmm. and then Diablo 2 Remastered, which many people have asked for forever. Including Tyler. Including Tyler. <laughs> I do have to wonder, though, it's interesting to me that they're putting so much attention on the Diablo franchise, I love Diablo. I know. I love the. I'm gonna play Diablo Four. I'm 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 totally down. But you've got Diablo Four, Diablo Two Remastered, and then Diablo Immortal. Meanwhile, you know Starcraft. Nothing I was ever say, comes of that. <laughs> Starcraft seems to be the redheaded stepchild. Um, <coughs> I I don't know. It's just an interest, especially with esports growing so much. You know, they had to cancel that Starcraft first-person shooter, and they put everybody on Diablo Four instead. It's just a weird... I almost feel like it's a weird choice. We haven't heard of Diablo Immortal at all since yeah. last BlizzCon. Oh, yeah. So yeah. my feeling is that they're going to drop this as a... It's out now. You know, To I try never, to make people excited about I, it. I never thought Diablo Immortal looked that bad. It does I mean, I'm, I mean, it looked like Diablo to me. I'm not a huge Diablo fan, but... The only problem with Diablo Immortal is that they didn't announce Diablo 4 at the same conference. Yeah. If they had said, oh, absolutely. If they had said, Diablo Four is coming. Here's a good trailer for it. And in the meantime, before Diablo Four releases, we're gonna give you this game, which is gonna serve as a prequel or do you something think that like was, that. Do you think that was like their strategy, though? Like, were they, were they, they knowingly put out Diablo Immortal by itself, knowing people really wanted Diablo Four, no. just to sort of make people go, oh, I really want Diablo. They 4. had a Diablo Four trailer ready. And they literally brought it with them. Yeah. And at the last minute, they decided against but it. But see, doesn't that support the theory that, that this is sort of like what they wanted? Like I, they, I, they wanted people I think to it's classic. Diablo 4. Blizzard is famous for having a game that's almost done and then canceling it because it's not up to their standard. Yeah. I think that fear kicked in. that Because they've rebooted Diablo 4 like three times. Yeah. I think at the last minute, they got worried. And said, oh, well, we can hold the Diablo fans over at Diablo Immortal, and that'll get people excited. Little fun fact here. Diablo Immortal was originally only going to be released in China. China only. Because yeah, the mobile market is so big. Yeah. And uh, they just they said, no, we can't do that, because then the Western fans will be upset that we're making a Diablo game that they can't play. Yeah, yeah. So... So you're damned if you do, damned if you don't, I guess. Because they probably would have been better off only releasing it in yeah. China. Yep. Alright, so the next big news here. Riot went absolutely ham and announced like 10 games. And I feel like the timing of this... Maybe I'm, maybe I'm reaching here and it's coincidence... But Blizzard's kind of known as this massive studio with their fingers in so many different genres and stuff. <clears throat> I feel like because Blizzard's down on their luck, Riot came in and tried to be like, and I think they were very successful in doing so, saying like, 
we are the new Blizzard. Like, look at all these different games that we're making, and they're all drastically different, and yeah, they all look very polished and competitive. And well, uh, <laughs> I don't know if I agree with that, but what was well, what, what of the announcements that they made? That that Counter Strike looking game looks incredible. Terrible. It looks incredible. That is terrible. You got to remember here. I mean, that is. I mean, first of all, it is Counter Strike. The gunplay is absolutely Counter Strike. Yeah, I was looking at. it, I was like, "That's Counter Strike." They're yeah. Like, no, no, no. It's just, it's just Riot game. No, that's Counter Strike. <laughs> the gunplay is Counter Strike. Yeah. And I think that's smart because. I don't know these, how they get away with it. all these years. Well, every other game is really a copy. Yeah, but that is Destiny's a copy of Halo. I mean, I looked at the screenshot. I was just like, "That's Counter Strike. That's not even." Well, there's a bit, there's hero abilities in it for God's sakes. It's closer to Overwatch with Counter Strike gunplay. Well, yeah, but I think what's what's interesting is Riot is often cited as the studio that has built the most successful esport <laughs> competitive, like League of Legends. They the game say the game's always balanced. It's always fair. It's massive. Very popular. And I think that's what has people excited is now they're doing a, a fighter, they're doing a shooter, they're doing, they've got a card game. Yeah, you know, I think it was mostly coincidence, though. Um, it, was a, it was a lucky break for them that yeah. Blizzard is in such a quagmire. Yeah. And, you know, here they come, ready to take on Blizzard. I think they are just intending to take yeah. on Blizzard. Well, obviously these games had to be in development yeah, exactly. for a long time. Exactly. But so, that, I mean, that fighter... Think of how blessed they must feel. I know. Waking that, up to all this bad Blizzard news. Right as they're going to announce I all just, these they comp- competing games. so much. They announced Team Fight Tactics is coming to mobile. They announced a card game to compete with Hearthstone. They announced a Diablo-like game to compete with Diablo. League of Legends Esports Manager. League of Legends for mobile and consoles. Project A, which is the, the shooter that you're referring to. I think there's too many games. Well, they're huge. Yeah. They've got like five different internal... That's too many games, though. You really should... Here's this game. Focus on this. Well, they've got five different developers. They've got like two in San Fran, one in St. Louis, one in Canada. It's like... They're a massive... And how much... That's what I have to wonder is like... League of Legends at this point... I feel like they have to be able to take people off of it. Because that, all they really need is cosmetics to keep yeah. them going. Yeah, yeah. Um, they announced a fighter, and the CEO even hinted that they have an MMO, a League of Legends MMO, in development. So, this to me was just like, I feel like if you're a Riot fan, this had to be super exciting. Like, yeah. I, I haven't, would I give them oh, credit sure. for above all? Though they also announced an animated series. You don't see game conferences like this anymore. Like, Everything's played very oh, safe. Yeah. Where yeah, we announce all oh, one or two new games. You're right. These guys came and they're this like, is... "Well, you want this? We got it. You got it. You got it. You got We're it." Just gonna make all your yes. dreams come true. All your games and belong to us. So I thought it was awesome. Uh, I would think it was awesome if I cared for any of these types of games, but I, I just don't. You don't care for Counter Strike. You don't care for fighters. Well, like you said, it's Counter Strike meets Overwatch. Well, kind of. It, it's gonna be super competitive. Yeah. It just has a, it's it's they have pro Counter Strike players playing. I I did actually look at the um, the card game. Of all the damn things. That, to that's play, it. That's you it. You looked at the card. Game. The card game was the only one that interested me. Which is it but is. But really, the, the characters of League of Legends, they just don't they don't do it. I never me. got into League of Legends. Yeah. I, no, not knocking it. Like just, the, I never yeah, got into it. I mean, just the art style and stuff. It just doesn't do it for me. What do you make of this one? Valve's been promising 
a killer VR app for this to release this year for like forever now. And the rumor from a credible source says it's a 12 to 16 hour prequel to Half-Life 2. You play as Alex and it's going to be released this year for their new, what is it, the Index? Uh, Which is at $750. I thought it was 1000 It might be. I think with the controllers, it's probably oh, 1000 yeah. or something. It's a lot. Yeah. It's, it's way more. You know, I was just sitting here the other day thinking about, man, VR is dead in the water. <laughs> like, is, is, does VR even have a pulse anymore? Does it exist? Um, and then I booted up uh, I booted up my Nintendo Switch, and I quickly discovered that one of the Switch games has a VR mode, which I can't even... Fathom how that's possible. Is the Switch even alive anymore? Switch, I think the Switch is going going pretty good. But um, I'd rather play my Game Boy. I mean, this is great. This is great for Well, VR. do you think so? That's what I wanted to ask. Like, so there's well, yes and no. There's Rabbit Half Life. As as you were reading this headline, yeah. In my head, I was thinking, I know I beat Half Life too, but I honestly can't remember what the yeah. hell the story was at this point. Like, well, I, I don't even remember where it ended. Well, I. That's kind of what, where I'm at. There, I guess I have two. Qu- tell me what answer both of these. And by the way, when I beat Half Life Two, like I was, you know, I was you were, in love you were with in it. high school. I, I was in love with it. Like I, I loved the universe. I loved everything about it. I wanted to know everything about it. But then, you know, they went and they did nothing. Yeah. For the next fifteen years. <laughs> yeah. So like I'm at a point where I'm like. Well, yeah, that's cool, but I I really don't want to do a prequel. Yeah, that's that's my problem. Is I you, on one hand you're like, yeah, new Half Life, but then you're like, okay, VR potentially VR exclusive, and the new Half Life isn't really going to f- progress the story. Yeah. So the we're left. I remember the, it was a cliffhanger. The first new Half Life game in ten years. Like they're going to go. They're going to Antarctica or something. Something like that. The first new Half Life in Spoiler ten years alert. is going to be a prequel. Yeah. Like, yeah. Eh. I mean, there better be another announcement coming shortly. That hey, yeah, Half-Life, this could be a blizzard. This could Half-Life, be a Diablo Immortal. Half Life Three is actually coming. But you know, at this point, it's just like God. I mean, yeah, there are people our age will care, but younger generation they're, they're like, not going to. What the hell? Is no. This? <laughs> and, and I don't think VR is really. That's another thing about VR is that I think the younger kids don't care. Yeah. It's too. It's not accessible enough. Yeah. Um, of course, when you got a thousand dollar headset, I don't think they're shooting it at you know, kids. Broke, broke high school kids. Right. Right. Um, but I just, I, I got here sitting about thinking about this because Valve says you know this is going to be VR's killer app. That this is going to be the game that changes the landscape for VR. And I got thinking about the gameplay. And I'm like, what can they possibly do? Well, the gravity stuff is going to be fun. We've already done that with a... Like, I'm just like, what could they possibly do to make anybody out there go, I want to buy a VR headset for because yeah. of this game, because yeah. of Half-Life. Yeah. Like, what can they possibly... I got thinking well, about, like, what can they do? I'll, I'll give them this. When I was playing Half-Life 2, they really nailed, in a way that I'm not sure any other game has, for me at least, like... The, the first person perspective but still making it feel like almost like you're in a movie like it almost felt like VR even though it wasn't VR yeah I had like, a weird feel I, to it like do you remember that one part where you're like in that factory thing and you're like riding the um, you know like there's all these I can't remember what they were but it was like a production line and you looked up and there was all these things moving above you and you were 
going down the line. It was like a giant factory. I can't I remember. remember what the hell it was, but I just remember being blown away at that. Like being able to look around as I moved down the little production line thing and just stuff like that. They were so good at Or, you know, when you turned a corner and you saw the guards like beating up a civilian. Yeah. For the time, like this level of immersion was. Oh, just, yeah. You know, there but was that, nothing like it. That's, what, that's kind of what I'm like. I'm feeling though, because I'm like, okay, if it's basically like Half Life 2, but in VR. Well, that game is now 15 years old. Yeah. It's been surpassed. It's going to have the Shin move Yeah. Effect. Where, yeah, it was groundbreaking for the time. Blew our minds. Right. So like, what, what can they do anymore? Like, but everybody does that now, you know? So It would be like making... I, I don't know. I, I, I really don't know. Yeah. So I, I really... Maybe they'll... Because they say they're going to drop a trailer and that's going to be out like right after. Because it's mm-hmm. supposed to be out this year and we've only got two months left maybe I'll change my tune when if it's a super hype trailer and you but know there used to there was a time where like if Valve said okay we're we're doing this like you should be excited because you you should expect it to be of the highest quality yeah. you know this and that and you know it would be a great game but after the artifact debacle yeah and you know it's been so many years since they really made games Dota 2 was the last well it's just sort of like Dota Auto Chess has taken off, but we, that's literally thanks to a mod somebody creator. Else, yeah, I mean, do we do we have the same trust in them that we once did to turn out hit after hit? I don't think so. Yeah, like I mean, this is really you, you used to have that territory. like Nintendo seal quality yeah. type thing with Valve. Yeah, like yeah, a yeah. Valve, absolutely. You know, Counter Strike, Day Defeat, Left yeah. for Dead, if I had Team, Valve Team Fortress. At the start of it, you were in for a good ride. Yeah, you like you could depend on it being a great. No matter what. And now it's like, I don't know. I really don't know. Yeah. Sometimes they seem to be cranking out something good. And other times it's just and total how many mess. People, how many people could still be there from the from the golden age? I hear about all these people constantly. They they leave Valve. And then like five years later they come back. Then they leave again. Then they come back. I feel like it's like the bad penny. Like It's yeah. just like when your other job isn't working out, you go back to Valve because yeah. they'll take you. Well, I, I feel like Valve, from what from what we know of like Gabe and them, like they're the old school nerds. Yeah, so yeah. I, it doesn't surprise me that people always come back. Right. You know, you like, call Gabe. Just, hey, I need. Yeah, I want to come back. Like the type that would okay, be like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah right. You know? They've got tons of money. Yeah. I don't know how much they lost on the Steam machines, but <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. where they got lucky on the Steam machines is that they made it kind of like open source, so mm-hmm. every all the manufacturers. Got to make their own steam machines. Honestly, I'm, I'm a little surprised. So the never, loss was shared. I'm a little surprised that never took off. I'm not. I am a little bit, just a little bit. Because I was thinking the other day how I was like, because uh, you know, you look at look at my computer case. Yeah. Which was partly for security, partly to future proof it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, for those that don't know, I got a huge computer case. But I was sitting there the other day, just wishing you I could store your fire like, equipment. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And I was sitting there the other day just wishing I could take my computer and like slide it under my TV, just like any other console. And that's that was the the goal for Steam Machines. So I'm just amazed that it never really came to be. What well, I think I think part of their problem was there wasn't it's not like the Xbox and the Xbox One X or the PS4 and the PS4 Pro. There was literally hundreds of Steam machines. Yeah. And yeah. They didn't do enough to curate it, and I think that that was the the, the thing about an Xbox or, or 
a PlayStation or a Switch is you know what you're getting. Yep. It's all the same. The same products can yep. be marketed to everybody. Whereas Steam machines, they tried to, you know, Alienware had one and yeah. Nvidia had one. They had Was everybody one entitled and, to make one? Yeah, basically they, they anybody could make a one. Couple of partners said, "Okay, you guys are the Steam machines yeah. manufacturers, and we're gonna we're gonna spec them. Yeah, and you're gonna build them to spec, and then you. There should have been like three models. Yeah, exactly. Like a high end, a, per, a, a, a moderate end, and then like a, yeah, a hundred ninety nine dollar version. Only from a couple, maybe even three one models. manufacturer. Yeah, you know, so they all had the same look because you had you had steam machines that were bright yellow. You had steam machines that were. Green, you yeah. know, all these other companies market their product very specifically down to the yeah. color scheme, the logo. All these, this was just a mess. And yeah, there. I mean, nobody even remembers them anymore except you and me. I don't really remember what sunk them. Like it's, nobody bought any of them. Yeah, but why? why? Because I mean, were they, they were expensive? just confusing. Was that the issue? Some of them were expensive, and they just weren't. Or like, do PC gamers just really want to yeah, control every aspect? Yeah, that. that's that's what I think was part of it. Is like, well, part of building a PC. Were they upgradable? Some of them. They were modular. Like, yeah. Like that needed to be... I mean, that that should have been something. Like, if they only had a couple of partners, they should have said, hey, one of the big things is they need to be able to upgrade this. Because yeah. that, that is, like, PC gaming. Yeah. Being able to upgrade your stuff. But that's what I mean. I think if you're a PC gamer, you're just going to want to build your own anyway. Yeah. Because... And, you know, they do have some really small cases. So you, yeah. can, you can really just build your own. So that, that yeah, maybe it was just... I just don't guns. think there was a market for it. Yeah. I think if, if you were trying to... You know, Valve was trying to get into the living room. And I don't think, you know, they couldn't compete. They couldn't market against Sony and Microsoft yeah. and Nintendo. I do wish they, they had worked. I, I really thought it was going to, too. You'd think as big a company as Valve is. Yeah, and they... Up they've got that no point, management. Up until that point, they, they really had a You mess. talk about Valve marketing. They have no management. Yeah. Think of, think of the last thing Valve marketed. Mm-hmm. What was it? That's <laughs> true. All their products grow <laughs> organically. Oh, yeah, you're they, right. They, they can't market something. They yeah. don't do it. Yeah. They just like, ah, here I it is. Like, I feel like them and Facebook are sort of like in the same boat right now where like they were really good at one thing and then like, you know, the market switched and now they're trying to figure out okay well what do we do now you yeah know, like everything yeah so speaking of trying to do everything <laughs> google is making claims i want to get your thoughts on this the stadia will have less latency than a game running on hardware in your home so if i have a high-end pc like maxed out they say that stadia streaming games through stadia will have less latency than running a high-end PC in your own home within two years. Yeah. Do you believe I, that? I saw that. I saw that they coined the term negative oh, latency. Negative that latency. killed it for me. Now, to that me, killed it for me. To me, what negative latency says is that... It's predicting your own behavior. Yeah, they're going to push the button for you. Yeah. <laughs> so, to me, that's a little scary yeah. because, you know, I mean, I don't want them... Yeah. yeah, I mean, if I'm going to be playing the game, I need to be playing the game, not yeah. not it guessing what I'm going to do. Yeah, you know? I mean, I guess I'll have to see it to believe it. Yeah, um, but I kind of doubt it. This as soon as I heard this, like I understand that the cloud's very powerful; it's only going to grow. Yeah. I get it, but yeah, when I heard negative latency, I was like, this is a marketing department reaching oh, really far. Because that's what somebody said. Somebody explained in a video I watched for what negative latency is. 
it's actually the game is predicting your behavior and loading it before you even do it. Yeah. So like, well, we know an enemy is gonna come out here, so he's probably gonna start shooting from here, and it's like, yeah. It, so are you really playing the game, or is right it playing the game? Right. Like, are you just watching what if, it? What if, you, what if you put in a different command than what it predicted? What happens then? Uh, you can't have negative latency there. Yeah. <laughs> maybe so, you, maybe I jump instead of crouch. I, I'm just curious how this is all gonna work out. Um, does it somehow like send the signal somewhere like that you know like that you jumped or whatever before you jumped to prep and then it, it and then it yeah it's sort of like it primes it and then once you push the button like oh which maybe you know, maybe um, um, but I don't know I don't know how that you can only react the human brain can only react so fast anyway yeah. I mean if you're talking about changing my reaction time from 0.2 seconds, the amount of time it takes me to push the button down, to 0.19. Yeah. I mean, is that really improving my experience? Yeah, I don't know. I think Google has a serious issue here on its hands. Um, you know, I think Microsoft will have an advantage, Microsoft and Sony, in that, you know, all your all your digital games will be on xCloud as well. Yeah. But you'll still have the option to play them locally. So yeah. in case the digital cloud thing never really works out, yeah. which maybe one day it will, but maybe it'll take a while. Yeah. At least with Sony and, and Play or Sony and Microsoft stuff, you'll be able to play it locally. Your eggs are so, on one basket. Yeah, yeah. So you're gonna get you're gonna get to play it the way you want. Yeah. Whereas Google, they're like, nope, you're gonna do it this, this is way. It. And you're gonna pay full price. Well, and and you know what else? You know, we talk about Google all the time. By the way, Stadia launches November 19th. They hadn't actually announced the date until very recently. They yeah. just announced this. Um, we've talked about how Google just abandons things so yeah. much. And if they're not actively trying to curate... This is like this is like a major meme right Stadia. Now. I heard that. If they're not... Because Microsoft and Sony and Nintendo, they are every day working to better their services get more studios, get more games. They're invested in this. If Google is not actively trying to strike up new partnerships and bring in new devs, not not just now, but for the next 10 years, it it never stops. I mean, Stadia can't succeed. They do have a pretty solid launch lineup. Of games you can already buy other places. Yeah, you can buy them other places. But, you know, to, to get all those games onto your new platform... It's pretty good. It's a pretty good start. But, you know, for me, the issue is, is yeah, it, you know, Stadia only lives so long as Google allows it to live. Yeah. you got to pay full price for this stuff. Yeah. And so they might just pull the plug one day. And I don't think they will and anytime soon. But they have a, we've talked about it a million times. They kill off products left and right. Yeah. They just put them out. They don't invest in them. They just go, well, here it is. It's the best in the business. But... Yeah. I don't know what we're going to do with it. And here we go again. Google just continued their VR headset, the Daydream, and uh, their newest phone. Their their own company's newest phone, the Pixel 4, wow. doesn't even support the VR headset. Wow. The, their own VR headset. So, obviously, for quite some time, because I assume they've been working on this phone for the better part of a year, yep. they, they said, don't even bother supporting our own stuff. Well, that's the issue. So they, they come out with stuff and they pull the plug. Come out with it, pull. I mean, look at that Google Fiber. Like, they had a lot yeah. of people really excited. I was excited. I mean, I wished it'd come here. Yeah. And 
It's in like 10 cities. Yeah, and they have apparently no plans to expand anymore. They really don't want it they anymore. They don't care. They're, they're probably going to end up selling it to yeah. whoever will buy it. Yeah. I remember when that first launched, I was like, wow, because Google hadn't got so broad at that point yeah. yet. When I saw Google was getting into internet, I thought this is going to be like a revolution. Like, yeah. this is going to run through the whole country eventually. It's going to be crazy good. And then... Yeah, they, they think initially they built it in 10 cities and like they basically left it at that. Yeah. Like, well, here it is. Well, see, you know, I wonder if it's a little unfair to cite that one because they did build it with a specific purpose to sort of push. Yeah, that one they did. Push other people into, you know, getting fiber. Yeah. And I, I think maybe to a certain extent that it worked. Yeah. So maybe maybe that was just their plan yeah. the whole time was yeah. just, just to get everyone else doing fiber. Right. Um, so maybe it proved its point and it did its purpose, but it doesn't look good. I mean, they should have probably thought about this and, hey, you know, we're, we pulled a plug on so many of our products. Like, this is just going to be one more big one on, yeah. on the list. And, you know, like people will stop trusting us because we just pulled a plug on everything. Yeah. Um, so one of the big new features of Pokemon Sword and Shield was revealed this week. And there's apparently just gigantic versions of Pokemon. I don't understand this. I know you're a Gigantamax. You're a big Switch guy. So what? Oh, I just see a fat Pikachu and like a tall boy Meowth. <laughs> <laughs> what is a tall boy? This is the best they could come up with yeah, with their new feature. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Elongated Meowth. Yeah. Excited Meowth. Yeah. Oh, great. Um. Please be excited. I, I don't know. You know, the game looks great, though. And I was just thinking the other no, day. No, it does. <laughs> I, I was just thinking the other day. I, I am genuinely starting to get a little bit excited for a Pokemon game for the first time in Go a long time. Go play Pokemon Blue. You'll never top it. I mean, it, it's going to be Pokemon Blue. Let's be honest. No, it's not. Because you got Tall Boy. They're you know. all Pokemon Blue. The, the games have never changed. Well, that's the problem. That's what I'm saying. Go stick your cartridge in your Game Boy. You got the same experience as you will in this new game. You won't see a tall boy in Pokemon Blue. You won't see fat-ass Pikachu (laughs) taking up 75% of your screen. I saw that there's a new version of Charizard called Zardizard. What? Yes. Is there really? Yes. Zardizard? Zardizard. <laughs> These names are are out of this world. That's what somebody sent to me. I don't know. I didn't research it. Search Zardy's art. <laughs> See what comes up. Did you find it? I yet? got nothing. I'll show you the picture after the episode's over. So big news here locally. Uh, Broome County, where we live in New York, is getting an esports facility. Adam Weitzman has bought an old kind of college campus I guess and he's building both a, a basketball facility and an esports facility and I feel both excited and slow and by this announcement I guess betrayed not, not, not betrayed I mean we've been talking about how it's a good opportunity for yeah. a good well, place for you it you know every every great sports story has a crosstown rival so well, I'm just, just saying I just think our our area in general is perfect for it because we have we have a lack of good quality entertainment. Yeah. It's true. Essentially, we're so lame that you know. Like, no, I mean, we 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 really we have a lack of entertainment. All the young people that 
Grow it up is, here or go to school here. Always complaining about You know, about I mean, eSports, I will say that, is that, at least with eSports, it really doesn't matter where you live. Like, yeah. You can live in Alaska. Right, that's what I mean. You know? I mean it like, doesn't matter. It, it is sort of a great equalizer. Yeah. So that is kind of cool. So I'm, uh, I'm very much looking forward to the development of this and seeing how it grows, what direction they take it. Because they could go, you know, could be tournaments held there. I heard they're going to be probably offering classes and coaches yeah. and training. Yeah, it'll be cool to stop and, in and see how it's progressing. Yeah, if it's progressing. Yeah, I mean, I think it's still a ways out, but yeah, that's, it was pretty exciting news. Maybe maybe that'll be a future show where we take the show. Yeah, live live stream from the esports facility. We'll do some interviews with Adam Weitzman. Yeah, uh, who recently attended a Syracuse football game with Tim the Tatman, by the way. Did he? Yeah. yeah. All right, you ready for Godspeed stories? Yeah, let's let's uh, load them up. You going? Are you reading first, or am I reading? Oh uh, yeah, I'll read first. Okay, uh, getting getting the timer ready. Oh, that's not the right one. Stopwatch ready. All right, three, two, one. Postal four, no regrets announced, and are already on Steam early access. Are you ready to go postal? No, this reminded me of the bully debacle. We're like, is this really a great time to release such a game? Yeah. Uh, Zoe Kravitz has been cast as Catwoman in the Batman, and Paul Dano has been cast as the Riddler. And I even heard that uh, Robert Pattinson made some comments that said that Batman, they're taking the hero out of superhero for this Batman movie. Does all this news make you more excited or fearful for um, that? A bit of both. You know, I, I actually like both castings. But I, saw, I thought so, too. I am, I am a little curious as to where they're going with this yeah. Batman, yeah. as far as tone. Um, Bernie Sanders threatens to kill <laughs> Disney slash Fox. I wanted to ask you this one. Um, okay, ask me this one. <laughs> what do you think of this? Um, well... Could you imagine if they, dis- just, if they just dismantled... Just, Bernie's threatening the MCU! Honestly, as long as they leave the Marvel characters <laughs> with Marvel, I, I don't give a damn what else happens. But yeah, actually, I, I wouldn't be opposed to it. As long as, like I say, as long as they leave Marvel with Marvel. Well, you got to remember, ESPN's in there. Like, they, they've got a big... Yeah, but I, no, but if he's just talking Fox and Disney... Then that, no, that, I don't think he meant the whole conglomerate, he said. He uh, wants to kill the whole thing. Well, Elizabeth Warren wants to do the same with Amazon, so... Yeah. I just thought that that one was interesting because it was Disney and Fox and yeah. Marvel. And I, I don't really care about any of the rest of it. Just leave my Here's own. what I say, Bernie. I will vote for you if you ban Fantastic Four from the MC. <laughs> it's terrible. The Xbox Elite Controller version 2 is out on November 4th. And I put an extra one, one here. Well, this is an expensive controller. Yeah. 100, 180 bucks. Have you ever tried the Elite? No. Are you going to get this one? Maybe. You know, I was looking at it. Um, I the seen timing it, is I awesome. seen an unboxing. You know, on it, the reason I never got the original yeah. was I, I had gone like a period of time. You've been waiting for this forever. Yeah, yeah. And then I was like, well, there's no point in buying this one because they got to be announcing the second one. Yeah. I've been waiting years yeah. thinking that, you know, it's got to be right around the corner. And every year I say to myself, it's got to be right around the corner. I never imagined it would take like five years yeah. for the next one to come out. But, uh, so, yeah, I'm definitely going to get that. I do think this controller is going to be compatible with Scarlet, though. I, if it's oh, not, yeah. I'm shocked. They said all, all this stuff, yeah. Uh Father Gabriel from The Walking Dead attending Twin Tears Comic Con. Are you going to go get his John Hancock? Was this Elmira? This where this was? Yeah, I think someone walked yeah, up to we, us we and talked gave to us him. like a, yeah. Was it Elmira? a flyer. Yeah. I thought it would be pretty cool to meet 
him. I, I, I don't know. I'll have to look it up when it is again. So the analog was announced this week, which is an old school that plays all your Game Boy, Game Boy Color, and Game Boy Advance cartridges. It's $200. And I can't believe Nintendo has not struck this down yet. Yeah. I, I'm shocked. It made yeah. it this far. Because this is like a big commercial Do you release. remember the, the GameCube attachment for the Game Boy Advance? I owned it, by the, the way. The connectivity thing? Like it, the, you, you would sit... Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> I, I own this. Um, and you could play you could play Game Boy Advance games on your, your GameCube. <laughs> yeah, I do remember Bring that, that back. Oh, like, my Bring God. that back to the Switch. Uh, Death Stranding review embargo lifts on November 1st. Game of the year. Just under two, two weeks. Game of the year. Um, Predicted score. Meta? Like yeah. Metacritic? Yeah, yeah. 76. Okay, that sounds good. Uh, Saturday Night Live's Grouch trailer was better than the actual Joker movie, in my words. Uh, I haven't seen Joker, but that... Did you see Grouch? I did see the Grouch, and that was pretty incredible, so that's going to be hard to top. El Camino... Oh, that sounds weird. El Camino, Breaking Bad movie, is out on Netflix. Have you seen it yet? I watched it. It's good. It's an epilogue. Don't expect it to be some big, bombastic movie. It's an epilogue. Do you know what El Camino means? It's a vehicle. It means the road. Does it really? Yeah. Um, Call of Duty Modern Warfare has no loot boxes. Maybe that's why uh, Activision Blizzard stock has not gone up or down. But predict how many millions of copies will this sell? Tens of millions. Hundreds <laughs> of millions. You know, I just want I just want a Call of Duty game with... Um, Zombies in it. This one doesn't have zombies. So. There's four of them with zombies. I know. In it. Well, that's why I was asking you. Like, what's what's the best old? Zombies one? got old after the first game. Yeah, but they never it's played it. So now no. I kind of want to play it. <laughs> uh, Fortnite triumphantly returned with Chapter Two. They brought back after days of being down. New map, new weapons, boats, fishing. Was this whole being down for two days thing the best marketing scheme of all time? Absolutely. Absolutely. I don't know who came up with this, but this was a great idea. E- even me, who wishes who wishes uh, nothing but death on Fortnite, <laughs> and um, maybe most of us creators, uh, was, was even <laughs> interesting. Those four people. <laughs> was, <laughs> yeah, that one guy. You might want to edit that, that out. That one guy, he really deserved it. Uh, oh, Rod <laughs> Yeah, I mean, even I was like, oh, where's this going? So, uh, great marketing. Ant-Man 3 in development. Are you excited no. for Giant Man? I thought the first one was good. After that, I thought this... Do you, do you, kill it. I mean, kill I got to give him credit. Kill it. Think about think about how brilliant it is having a character that's Ant-Man and Giant Man at the same time. That's stupid. No, because think about it. If you add the G-I... It becomes Giant Man. If you take the GI away, it's Ant Man. But if you spell race car backwards, it's it also the, spells so it's race the same car. Name. Who gives a crap? After I thought the first one was good, I hated, hated that Ant Man and Michael Douglas's technology were a huge part of the final Avengers movie. Hated it. Cowboy Bebop got delayed seven to nine months after John Cho got injured. Is this? Officially confirmed to be the worst casting of all time. Uh, just drink more milk. He got, It wasn't even during a stun. He really? blew his knee out just acting. It was on the very first day too, wasn't it? Yeah. Jesus. How, how do you blow your knee out? Was, you must be so fragile. Uh, Crusader Kings 3 announced coming in 2020. Have you ever played a Crusader Kings game? No. 
Sorry if Jarolito actually... How'd that get on there? It's a big franchise. I don't know what it is. Jarolito actually tried to prevent Joker from being made. The story oh, emerged. God. Are you surprised by this? Not at all. This guy is a punk. Do you think it was about money or ego? Jarolito, if I see you on the streets, <laughs> I'm going to do to you... God what, mode's coming for you. I'm going to do to you what, what, what I just wished on the Fortnite crew. <laughs> somebody, somebody came into my... Uh, stream chat the other day offering cryptocurrency loans <laughs> and he said that the Kansas City Chiefs quarterback earned him cryptocurrency and look what just happened to him <laughs> Daybreak the makers of H1Z1 and Planetside just underwent layoffs amid a slow launch for Planetside Arena their battle royale game but they've promised that Planetside 3 is in development do you think that Planet Side will see three will see the light of day before this company goes out of business? I've never even seen Planet Side, so I don't no? know. I don't know anything about Planet Side. You, you know what it is it? though? The big thousand player yeah, battle. I mean I guess. I played the new one, the Battle Royale. Was it worth anything? It's kinda outdated at this point. The Rock announces that the Black Adam We'll begin filming this coming July. Are you excited for The Black Adam? I can't believe it's being made. I don't know whether to be excited about it. They announced this movie... Actually, thank God. What, it's eight made. years ago? Yeah. Like, forever. And yeah. I thought for sure it was dead. Yeah, Because they've been talking about casting The Rock and Marvels and, and The Black I, Adam's DC. After, the, like, after DC failed so bad, I was like, yeah. The Rock's out of this. DC, he wants nothing to do DC with it. DC exists in this weird space right now where it's like, is this a shared universe? What the hell is happening? Like, nobody seems to yeah. know. Well, like, half I, the characters are getting recast. They're, they're saying, well, it's not really shared a universe anymore. I think the funniest thing about it is they announced this eight years ago. Not a word since. Yeah. The Rock was very excited about it in the beginning. You know, Marvel built a huge, successful universe. DC's been sucking canal water yeah and literally Joker comes out and is a massive success and literally two weeks later here's the rock well remember me we're yeah. making Black Adam again uh, I will say this though Black uh, Adam is one of the cooler characters I've heard in DC. that um, so I'm glad he's getting added but if there's no universe it kind of sucks because he's going to be trapped in well that's the thing like isn't he Shazam's yeah like main counterpart yeah yeah uh, that I kind of question like because Shazam was a spoof, basically. It was like DC's Deadpool. Yeah. Well, not, not quite. Well, not adult, but it was all self Yeah, yeah. Depreciation. Very, very light. Yeah. yeah. Which it had to be. Because, yeah, right. I mean, it comes, and I heard it was a good movie. It comes from an era that, like, it's so corny that it really can't take yeah. itself seriously. But now they're going to try to go. Because I've heard Black Adam's pretty dark and sinister. Yeah, he's pretty, pretty bald. So I feel like the two aren't going to yeah. match up that well. I'm, in a comic book, it's easier to pull that off than it is a movie. See, I was really surprised that they gave all the other kids, spoiler alert, powers at the end of Shazam. And I didn't, see, just I didn't see it. It's a pretty good movie. Until the end. Once, once all the other kids got powers, which, you know, I guess happens in the comics, I was like, eh, you know, I don't know. I don't know Loses how it's unique. That. Yeah, you might as well just have... I mean, in the comics, there's really, like, two big ones. Well, three. Mary Marvel, um, Captain Marvel, Shazam... And then uh, uh, Freddie Freeman, who also becomes Shazam at one point. And I, I thought that's where they were going to leave it, but they gave all the kids powers, which really surprised me. Um, and that was that was a little bit corny even for me. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm excited, though. 
So there's a lot of stuff coming out in the next few weeks. Lots of stuff happening. Modern Warfare comes out this Friday. Outer Worlds, Obsidian's new game, Death Stranding, Jeez. Luigi's Mansion Three. Must be Christmas around the corner. I think that other Game Freak game just came out, didn't it? Yeah, that Small Town Hero, Little Town, yep, or whatever. Yep. And it's it's um it's not a full price game. It's like twenty nine ninety nine. Pokemon's actually out in November, right? Yeah, it's out two weeks after Luigi's Mansion. Yeah, and I mean, and in between there is uh. Sonic and Mario at the Olympics, <laughs> which I am, which I am genuinely excited for. XO nineteen is in November, so we might get some. Just a lot of good stuff coming up. We're getting into the holiday season here soon, so yeah, a lot of good games. That's it for episode sixty two. Not broadcast from Hong Kong. Do you think we'll be Cut discussing China again next week, or we just got banned in China? Well, <laughs> that'd be great PR for us. Yeah. Uh, but ban me ban me China <laughs> uh, we're gonna come clap your a- <laughs> your alien cheeks alright turn it off All turn right, it yeah, off I'll just cut it <laughs>